Mom, and this is mini-sode number nine. Um, tonight's mood is the Clash cover of I Fought the Law and the Law One, and I chose that song because of tonight's topic. Um, tonight we're going to talk about, we're going to talk with my son, and we're going to talk about the time that we sued the school over um, them bringing in drug-sniffing dogs and ser- randomly searching everyone's belongings and their lockers and we're just gonna go over that and um, talk about that with my son so let me introduce you to my son Connor Um, Connor you're 24 now right yeah I think so you think so (laughs) I think you're 24 Um, so why don't you tell me a little tell us a little bit about yourself Uh, I don't know 24 uh, I live in Tennessee yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and the case of you what? have the cutest little girls in the universe. Yes, I do. I do have two uh, two little girls, uh, three and five. Wait a second, Connor. That are in bed right now. Lydia is six. She just turned. Six. Oh my goodness! They're four and six now. You're right. <laughs> oh my god! What kind of father are you? A horrible one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, pretty much what happened was back in 2000, right? Wow. It was 2010, April 22nd, you were at school, right? You went to central high school and, um, what, tell us what happened that day. Uh, well, uh, the day was just normal up until we had like a thing is called learning lab, which was just like. It was only like 15 or like 30 minutes long. It wasn't very long at all. It was one of the two. But it was just like basically do the homework that you forgot to do last night type of thing. And it happened after the first class of the day. Uh, so it was after I had gone to science, which is my first class that day. And then we went there. And then instead of getting let out, though, on the normal time, they're like, well, we're just going to stay in here for a while. <clears throat> And it was just, like, really weird. Uh, They didn't even really give us a reason. They just said, we're just going to stay in here. It's like a lockdown drill or something. And I was like, okay. But uh, then, of course, the two police officers came in with drug dogs. And they had us all leave our room. And they were very adamant that we we leave our stuff in the room. Uh, And so then they had us all exit the classroom, leave our stuff in the room. The uh, police officers came in with the drug dogs. They closed the door so we couldn't see what they were doing. Uh, So they had searched all of our stuff. Uh, I know that like it probably took like 10 minutes or so. We were out in the hallway. We went back into the classroom and then uh, like they had obviously moved like they had moved a lot of like purses and stuff up to the front table. And obviously like they had been the police had moved them themselves uh, presumably searching them. I mean, I don't know exactly, but I'm just assuming because, you know, they had moved them when we weren't in the room uh, with drug dogs there. And I know that I was, I had zipped up all of my stuff, like my backpack. And then when I came back in, it was all unzipped. And I know that some people had said that there was like dog hair on their stuff. So, you know, it was very obvious that this was like a drug, a routine drug search of some sort. But then I remember after that, I text you and I uh, text Grandpa, too, because, you know, yeah. Grandpa's <laughs> on. 
he always gets mad about that stuff and he's like, you tell those fuckers <laughs> that you are not going to consent to searches. <laughs> That's the gramps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you got back in the classroom, you could have, you could tell that your stuff had been gone through. Yeah. And then just so everyone knows, a lockdown is when they lock the school. No one can get in and no one can get out. So if I called the school during a lockdown and said, I want to pick up my son, they would say, no, you can't do that. We're in lockdown. No one can leave the school. Yeah. And isn't that what happened to uh, my sister, Hannah? She yeah. tried to get into the school that day and they wouldn't let her. She yeah, was they, like late or something. Yeah, she was late and they wouldn't let her in the school when it was happening. Yeah. And so... As far as we know, there was maybe like a handful of kids that were actually found to have drugs on them. Is that what? Yeah, I can't remember the exact number, but I think it was like, it was only like two or three. It was not, it's not like they were hauling away a whole SWAT van of them or whatever. But yeah, I think it was like two or three kids. And I think that uh, it was actually found like in their actual locker. It wasn't like on them. Or on right. like stuff, it was in their actual locker. Now, did you happen to see like any of the dogs like sniff any of the kids or anything? Or not? Um, like it wasn't like an intentional sniffing. Like stand there while the dog sniffs you. But I do remember in the in the deposition talking to uh, our lawyer's name was Jason Umbarger or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him telling me he was like well you know those dogs have a have a sniffing range it's quite long and we did walk near the dog on the way like the dog was standing like close to the door as we were exiting that door from the classroom so the dog would have been able to tell if uh something was on them or at least that's what jason had said the lawyer so yeah yeah um i just remember you coming home and telling me this and I was so I was so fucking mad and I I was like I cannot believe this just fucking happened to my kid because I don't know if you got to see the 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 video but I mean it was like ridiculous how like they you could see you got not necessarily you but just other kids like how they had you exit the classroom single file line I mean it looked like prison I mean, schools are already was. a prison. I mean, obviously it's a prison, but it's, I mean, it was just, it was awful. I was just so mad. And I remember calling the school and I was like, you know, I was more timid back then. And I was, I was really trying to be nice. And I'm like, well, where did you, you know, what gives you the authority to do this? And they're like, oh, it's in the handbook. And I'm like, I was looking through the handbook afterwards, you know, cause I always saved that stuff and I never found it. Um, but then I called the ACLU and then they wrote a letter to the school and the newspaper. Um, but then Doug, my husband at the time, he contacted the Rutherford Institute um, and they're kind of like the right wing ACLU. Um, and then that's who we took. We ultimately went with to have the case tried. Um, a lot of people probably are wondering why an anarchist would, try to see with school over something like this but I mean back then I was more idealistic and I thought that you know 
if something was wrong, you know, you could find a remedy in the court. But obviously that's not what happened because we lost the first trial and then we went to the, um, we appealed it to the Eighth Circuit Court and they, you know, they agreed with the first finding and then we um, petitioned the Supreme Court and they just denied hearing it too. So, I mean, while this was going on, obviously there wasn't any, and this happened, this was in a four-year period about the court cases. So there wasn't any of these drug, you know, searches or anything going on in that time. So that was a good thing that happened because of this case. But I mean, we're kind of back to where we were before. I mean, nothing really good happened. Nothing good came of it except, you know, four years of no drug searches. But I mean, while the cases were going on, did you suffer any kind of um, negative ramifications from it? I mean, not really. There was a couple articles and stuff that had been posted by like KY3 or the Springfield News Leader. And it was always kind of funny going in and reading the comments about how like people assumed that I was just mad about being caught with drugs or something, which obviously wasn't the case, because if I had been caught with drugs, it would have been known. But right. And of course, I didn't even I was even <clears throat> very straight edge at the time, which, you know, is no drugs or drinking or anything like that. And so it was like just kind of like, OK, yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I remember, yeah, reading those comments and getting really pissed off at the people like, oh, Junior must have got caught with drugs and shit like that. Yeah. As if there's no like bigger picture to worry about. Right. Yeah, and then all the people that were just like, I think it's such a great idea for them to do that. <laughs> yeah, and then there were some that were just like, it's it, it's such like, um, I don't know the right word, but they were basically just like, why would they u- do this and cost the school all of this money over this dumb little thing? And it's just kind of like, I don't like, it's just overly like, I can't even think of the right word, but it's just dumb because <laughs> yeah i know what you're saying like, why like why did they do it like why did they feel the need to do it like they're obviously wasting money on that like is yeah, it, th- is yeah. it like that's gonna make like do anything good for this school it's not you know just like bringing in drug dog swat teams like how much did that cost yeah i'm back okay so what were you saying about um, how much would it cost? Well, uh, I was saying that, like, so they spent all this money to do these drug searches in the first place. They really wouldn't, like, what what fruits was that going to warrant anyways? I mean, catching a couple kids with weed or whatever, like, okay. At the, at the most, you know, some of them probably got, like, slap on the wrists or something. And so it's like, what was even the point in doing that in the first place? And then you're going to say that for some reason we're in the wrong for being against it and suing them over it and costing them money. But it's like they're just wasting money in the first place anyway. So like. Right. Well, right. I mean, the the reason they do it is for fear and intimidation, you know? You, yeah. I mean, that's the main reason. But yeah. Do you do you regret doing it? No, not at all. The worst part about it all was the the deposition, which was like, how many hours was that? And they're like really tough questions. Those other lawyers were answering me or yeah. not answering, asking me. 
Yeah, I know. I still have all those, um, um, all those depositions that Jason gave me, <laughs> all the transcripts from them. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got. A I remember the questions were really like intense questions. Like, I was, I like, I remember on one of them specifically, I sat for like twenty minutes. Like, how the hell do I even answer this? <laughs> do you remember what the question was? Yeah, they were asking me. Um, they were like. It was something to the effect, because I obviously don't remember the exact legalese they used, but it was something to the effect of like, well, do you feel like you need to act on behalf of all of these students? And I was like, I have no fucking clue how to answer this. Like, I felt like in my mind, I was thinking like both ways, this could be spun bad because it's like, if I say yes, it kind of makes me, it would kind of paint the light of me having like some grandeur illusion of me being like, I need to speak up for all of these other kids, you know, like, but then if I say no, it's like, oh, well then it's like, oh, this kid only cares about himself. Yeah. So I like, sat there for like 20 minutes. Like, how do I answer this? <laughs> well, you did really good. I was there. So, I mean. Yeah. So do you, so do you mind, do you mind me asking you a question? I don't care. Okay. So being, I just want to know, um, and this is kind of off topic now, so, but um, tell me one thing that you wish I would have done different as your mom. That is tough on the spot. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know. It's a tough one. <laughs> Connor, I told you this. <laughs> I, think- I know. I totally forgot about it, though, because when you asked <laughs> me on the show, you yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I guess um, I would say, I guess, like uh, um, discipline, not in the sense of like whipping or whatever or like spanking, not in that sense, but in the sense of like. Um, I can't think of how to describe just like a, a, a sort of discipline, you know? Of- yeah. More maybe like um, do what needs to be done type of thing because I'm really bad about putting stuff off and that type of stuff. So yeah. I mean, I guess we could say that. You I don't know. That. You get that for me because I'm like that too. But yeah, I'm more of like a free range kind of parent. So how are you doing things different with Lydia and Vivian? Um, I guess I try to add a lot of. Not like a lot, but like more structure, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> if that makes sense, like more regimented type of things. Not obviously to the point of like at 12.05, we're going to do this. At 12.07, you know. But right. Like, uh, one of the things was like, um, like grandpa, whenever he would take us to school, he'd always be like, we're leaving at 8.10 and that's it, you know. And so it kind of, I would do that with the girls. We leave at 7.10 to go to school. Like this is when we leave for school. And I think. It like uh, in some way it's good because it's like this is how like this is what you need to do and this is when we're leaving and there's like no like that's it you know <clears throat> right yeah yeah because I'm not I am not like that at all I mean yeah. I'm more so now than I was then but yeah yeah <clears throat> I'm not regimented at all I'm kind of like fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean obviously I, I i really try not to be like a helicopter parent and i like you know let the girls 
be their own. You know, it's not like I try to control every aspect of their life, but I do try to add in some sort of, and like bedtime too and stuff like that, just to kind of, you know. Yeah. So do you subscribe more to like peaceful parenting than anything else? Um, I guess, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not like, like, I've only spanked Lydia like once that one time that you, you know, <laughs> that we told you about. The and egg incident? Yes, he dumped a whole 18 uh, pack of eggs down the radiator and I was just like, oh my God. And it was, yeah. And I, so it's not like, you know, I'm obviously not like, you know, like, oh, you did small little things spanking time. <laughs> no, I know. But I guess I can't say I'm a purist in this sense either, so. Right. Yeah, I, I can see. So what's your best childhood memory? Hmm. That's kind of tough because I have a lot, you know. There, I have a lot of good memories. My childhood obviously was not ter- was not bad by any means. Uh, I don't know. What about the time that I let you stay home from school? <laughs> to play Call of Duty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Call of Duty came out. <laughs> yeah, and then Tim's dad also let him stay home too, so he stayed over at my house that night, and it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> Well, I mean, you were going to public school. You weren't going to miss much. Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. Now, do you care if you didn't graduate from high school, but you got your GED? Yes. Do you wish that I would have made you stay in school? Um, yeah. And sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's kind of like a, a, a back and forth, I guess, in my head. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I really wish. I guess it kind of goes back to the discipline thing where it's like the having the discipline to stick through something that you don't like, but then at the same time, it it, it, like, it's like, Oh, it was public school. It's not like it fucking mattered at all anyways. So, and then on top of that too, especially because it's like a university is just a fucking scam anyway. So it's like, don't even want to go to that. Trade school is where it's at. And obviously it's not like you need to be some, uh, you know, valedictorian of your class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried to do my best. I mean, I feel bad for a lot of things that happened, but I mean, I did the best that I could with what I had. Yeah. Well, anyways, so any parting words? No, I guess not. Um, there was something I was going to say, but I forgot about it. Oh, no. I wanted to say, um, like, I think it's – I thought at the time I was like I, – I figured they would have told you about the search that was going on or, like, that type of stuff. But as a parent now with Lydia in school, I'm finding out that the school really doesn't tell you anything at all. Like, Lydia's had a couple drills and, uh, like, an intruder drill. I think, like, an earthquake drill about that at all like Lydia just came home and she was like oh yeah we had a drill today and I was like huh you figured they would send that in like a newsletter or something yeah they never tell you anything well yeah and it's like when you guys went through the dare program um they didn't tell you you know 
anything about it. I had to go to the police station to get the curriculum to read through it. And when I was there, the police officer said that I was the only parent that he's ever had <laughs> asked to look through the curriculum before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. But I went to the police station to look through the <laughs> curriculum before I let you guys go into the D.A.R.E. program because I was worried about them talking bad about guns. Oh, yeah. That was at the time, too. I remember for a while you didn't want us to watch Nickelodeon, too, because they were promoting like uh, gun control type of stuff yeah. on there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I remember Which that. Which is really weird. It's like, that's a kid's network. What, like, what the fuck do they know about it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you get them young, Connor. Yeah. But something that's funny about that is that um, Lydia actually had um, a gun safety class here. Really? Yes. Um, it wasn't obviously, like, super in-depth or anything, but I remember her coming home, and she had a sticker that was from, like, the police station. I forget what the name of it was. It was some kind of, like, cutesy kid name for it, like, some sort of, like, eagle or something that was teaching kids gun safety. Oh, it's Eddie Eagle. Yes, that's it. That's the NRA kids training class. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember her coming home and she was telling me all about it. And she was like, and if you see a gun, you stop, don't touch and go tell an adult. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's right. She's so cute. She's so funny because she'll call me and she'll be like, grandma, I need to talk to Dawson. <laughs> I know. She loves Dawson. He's like the unexpected favorite uncle. <laughs> I know. Well, he helps her through all the video games. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, don't you want to talk to grandma? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm obviously not cool. <laughs> not as cool as Dawson. No one can be as cool as Dawson. <laughs> it's funny listening to him talk on the phone, too, because Dawson's so, he's just like, okay. <laughs> and then they'll be like, Dawson, why aren't you talking? He hasn't talked on very much, so it's just kind of funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Those two are so cute. All right. Well, Connor, thanks for being on my show. No problem. And maybe you can come on again and we can do something else. Yeah. All right. Maybe you can be a regular guest. I will be. <laughs> okay. Well, I love you, and I will talk to you later. All right. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye.